Hello ladies and gents and welcome to series two, episode one of the KDH podcast. So um, the reason that I thought about making this podcast was purely because I started doing the full vlog thing for my Ironman and I just didn't like it. I didn't like that I couldn't get in and film it at the pool because apparently you're not allowed to bring cameras into a pool. And I just didn't like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not dead set up for that and I'm not being like sort of pessimistic or negative. I just thought, you know what, fuck it, my podcast gets good listeners. People want to hear it, they can tune in. It's a separate series, it's a separate thing. So that's why I just went ahead and done it. So this one's going to be the Iron Man series. Um, I'm going to be kind of coming in. I've not decided whether to make it every two, three or four weeks. We're already, well, I'm already three weeks into the training. This is my third week of official Ironman training and I've already picked up so much. Um, and it doesn't mean, like I mentioned it the other day on my stories, you don't need to be fucking intentionally going for an Ironman to listen to this. It, I'm picking up so many different things that'll be so relatable and it's quite interesting as well. So we'll start off, I've wrote down a good few different points. I'm just going to kind of freestyle for there. So the first one is why, why an Ironman? Um, it's something that's always like just kind of like memorized me. It's something that I've always been like, holy shit, that's pretty crazy. So for anyone that doesn't know what it is, it's a triathlon. It's basically the biggest version of a triathlon. There's one in Florida called an Ultraman. I looked it up and it's double the distance over three days of an Ironman, which is crazy. So an Ironman consists of three components, swimming, cycling, and running in that order. Run, uh, the swimming initially is 3.9K. I've been looking online and some of them say 3.8, 3.9, uh, four kilometers, and um, that's the swim. Um, the run is then 112 miles, or I've seen again some online saying 200K, but the one I'm doing I think is 112 and then the, the run is a marathon at the end, 26.2 miles. So all in all, you cover 140.6 um, miles. That's the, the total mileage covered. Um, I'm doing mines in Mallorca in, in May 2015, uh, 2015, 2021, the 15th of May 2021. And uh, I picked Mallorca because I just wanted to go away somewhere. I've fucking booked up, like, well, I've booked up two holidays next year and I've got an one plan as well. I want to go away about four or five times next year to make up for all this lost time this year. Um, so yeah, it's Mallorca. Um, and basically Ironman as well, for anyone that doesn't know, is like a sort of, it's a brand. Um, Ironman, the name of it, like an Ironman is the total distance there. But there is a lot of other ones that don't actually have the name Ironman as well. There's like the famous ones, a famous one in Scotland called the Keltman, which is the same distance, but it's fucking horrendous. Um, but that's, for anyone that didn't know, that's what an Ironman is. It's those three components, swim, cycle, and run. And you do it in one day. I don't know what the time limit is or anything like that, um, but that is literally what it consists of. It's fucking pretty hellish. And it's pretty daunting even thinking about it. And it's something that I'll come on to. Like, I've even had points where I'm sitting in the pool, I'm out on my bike, and I'm just going, holy shit, this is a journey and a half to get to here. So... Um, yeah, it's quite interesting. So kind of going back to why I'm doing it. Yeah, it's something, as I've just explained, it, it's, it's quite impressive. And I always like to look at the next challenge. I always like to see what I can take my body to physically and mentally um, to doing it. I just find that's a, an interesting thing. A lot of people think you're cuckoo for wanting to do stuff like that, but I don't. I always think to myself, well, you're only here once, so you may as well do and gain as much experience as you can. And I mean, I've done a lot of different experiences going out and getting pissed and partying at different parts of the world. 
But then as you get older, you start to go want to do more things like, oh, well, let's see what my body is physically capable of here. And I think it's a, it's a testament to your physical and mental ability. So that's really why. And I think it's like just that it's good. I think as a coach, as a, a personal trainer as well, I want to be someone that leads by example as well. And uh, that's, that's really why. So one of the things I wanted to come on to as well is it's so fucking expensive. So it's, it's super duper expensive. And I remember I follow Ollie Carson and he done an Ironman two years ago and I watched a vlog that he done about it. It was one of the things he spoke about. If you do have any intention of doing one, make sure that you're willing to invest in it because an entry for Ironman just to take part in it is 500 pound upwards. It's crazy. That's not even to get to the place. That's not even your bike. That is just to enter. So think, compare that to get against like the Glasgow 10K, which is like 25 pounds. 550 it's crazy so yeah it's quite expensive and then obviously you've got all your kit and stuff like that as well so you need to be willing to invest in it but i'm sure that anyone like me that's going to be serious about doing it that wants to do an ironman is serious about it it's not just someone that's like because you know what i mean like a lot of people sign up to runs and don't even do much training for them because you can't do that because it's an hour out of your day but for this you need to be kind of be and that's sort of the, the state of an athlete. Do you know what I mean? It's pretty tough. So as it it's expensive and it's something you have to want to do. Um, so coaching, one of the points I wanted to come on to. So my coach is John, um, John McLeod. I'm, sure, I'm looking at John's surname right now, making sure that I did not make a mistake there. Um, yeah, John McLeod. I was thinking of it, the spell in my head there. John's from Edinburgh and basically I posted into the um, triathlon airshot West Coast of Scotland triathlon page when I started thinking about this about a few months ago because I've wanted to do it for a long time. I spoke about it in the podcast and I really started to make it real when I started reaching out. A few different coaches got in touch with me and uh, John got in touch with me and we got talking on the phone. We were on the phone for about an hour, 90 minutes and I could just totally tell that John was the same as me as a coach. He was totally just like he just lives and breathes coaching people. Like the, the guy absolutely loves it. And I could totally tell that. And I was like, that's who I'm going to work with. And I didn't even speak to anyone else. It was literally just John. And I mean, there's there's loads of good coaches out there as well, but that's how basically I picked John. Um, it's totally online. Um, we check in. Um, they, most days I speak to John. And basically he sets my programming up through a system called Training Peaks and he edits that week to week. But he gave me a macro breakdown of the training, the periodization of what to expect up until May when we're going and it just shows you the total volume in some weeks there's I think there's 17 hours of training and the weeks leading up to the Ironman like four weeks before it and stuff which is crazy before I start to taper down and that's like 17 hours of cardiovascular training I mean it's fucking nuts so it's a lot of volume it's very very you're like wow crazy so yeah that's my sort of coaching there with John and it's good. I think like I've had coaching in the past one-to-one. I've got coaching in my business. I've had coaching with John. And I think everyone can benefit from coaching like, because it just develops you so much. Like, everyone, you're going to learn off other people. So I, I, I definitely couldn't do this journey on my own. And I'm an experienced trainer as well, like, actually someone that trains. And, and John, John respects that as well. And, and even still, I'm learning so much already. It's, it's amazing. So um, that's my sort of experience there. Um, that's my the, my reasoning behind the, the sort of select selecting my coach. Um, so Mallorca, yeah, that'd be pretty good, man. It'd be fucking hot though. Um, but um, I've lived out in hot countries when I when I was in the air force and stuff. I spent a bit of time in Cyprus. I spent a bit of time in the Middle East. And I'm not saying I've still got um, 
heat acclimatization from them, but I'm just saying that I'm very aware of what it's like to train in the heat. Um, and I don't by that time of year, I think, and then it will be about sort of 24 degrees, which is doable. Um, the run's relatively flat, and I think the cycle's got a lot of hills in it as well. So, and then the um, swims out in the bay. So, yep, that's the sort of terrain there, and I'm making a wee holiday out of it, which I'm looking forward to. So, what do, um, so yeah, next point coming on to, so my conditioning to start with, I think this is important to understand as well for some people. Like, when I started this training, I was already quite fit. I, like, I'd done like a, a prep half Ironman with no swim. It was a 10K run, 56 mile cycle, and a half marathon with not loads of specific training for it. I just kind of done it off the cuff. And don't get me wrong, it was absolutely horrendous, that half marathon at the end. But I've got decent fitness there. Um, I'm competent on a bike, and I'm competent out running as well. I'm quite quick, and I've got good fitness, and I've got a good engine on me. Um, so that's how I'm probably quite far along that there. So my plan for the Ironman, well, John told me, is to get quite a quick one. So um, basically, um, we're going to spend the first few months focusing on building up endurance and then the last part's going to be focused on uh, working on speed. Um, what do I expect from the Ironman journey? I expect there to be a lot of times when I don't want to train. Um, and I've already been experiencing that. Like even yesterday, Sundays and Tuesdays are my double training days. I swim and I either swim or run and cycle. Uh, oh, swim and run or cycle, sorry. So I swim in the morning on a Sunday morning and a Tuesday morning. Then I'll either cycle or run depending on what the program is that week. And the train will vary. Most of the trains done at 80% moderate intensity and then 20% is done at sort of hard intensity. I'm actually going to get John on the podcast further down the line when we're a bit more buzz deep into this, into the training. And he's going to come on and we're going to have a bit of a chat about training a bit more in depth as well. If anyone wants to get a bit geeky, they can tune into that. Um, yeah, so what do I expect? I expect it to be overwhelming at points and one of the most overwhelming points I experienced was getting in the pool and I can swim but not like swim the way that like proper breathing technique and front crawl I I could just get in the water and I could get from one end to the pool to the other I'm not a competent swimmer and I've had to really get in and just embrace being a proper novice and that's been really really hard and but I've enjoyed every single bit of it and every time I get in the pool I'm learning something. It's amazing. Yesterday, I done a technique where John had it in my program where I was to warm up at 16 lengths. And in the last four lengths, I was to put my hands into fists. I was nearly drowning when I was swimming. But then after that, I done eight unbroken lengths, which I've never done before because I just immediately understood the value of what my hands are. And the only way I can imagine this is as well is when people are going through their fitness journeys and they start to understand the value of calories. They start to understand the importance of regular movement. They start to understand that exercise is the cherry on top when it comes to losing fat or, do you know what I mean? Like these are all the things that what I'm experiencing right now in my sort of Ironman swimming journey is what other people will be experiencing day to day. We experience it in our jobs when we're picking up. Like over the years of coaching, I've picked up way more wee tips, hacks that I can just tell folk that I go, God, I wish I knew that like three years ago. And it's, people are always doing this, but I'm, I'm loving it as well. I'm absolutely loving it. And yesterday in the pool was a great day for me because I just got in and so many things clicked. And it just, it, 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 at the beginning I got in the pool and I remember me and Ailey went swimming and I'd done 30 limbs over like 40, 40 minutes or something. And I was blown out my ass. And I'm someone that can run like a um, 40 and a half minute 10K, sub 19, 5K. 
I can run up mountains. I've done a lot of different endurance tasks, 24-hour events and stuff. And I got in the pool and done two limbs and I was blowing at my arse. And I was like, what the fuck? An Ironman equivalent distance is 160 limbs. And I remember actually just going, holy shit, this is, this is a long road. And the other day, I'd, I'd confidently done like 48 limbs with recovery between certain ones and that. But I remember just going, this is, I can see it now. I can see how this is coming together. But it's a lot of perseverance involved. So also, yeah, what, what I'm expecting as well is a lot of days where I can't be arse training. Yesterday, I literally, it was pissing down my rain. It was freezing cold and I had a run program done and I still had to go out. And I suppose it's just that. You just know that when you start missing days, consistent days, weeks of training, you're just going to keep backlogging yourself and you realize that no one else is going to do it for you. So especially starting this in December. Um, so yeah. One of the biggest takeaways so far is like the importance of embracing being a novice. Um, and as it's something that I think I've spoke about it in a few podcasts recently, spoke about it in my socials and stuff and like more people need to embrace it. And I think I was talking to a couple of my clients about this this morning, like a lot of people come in and they, oh, I don't feel good doing this movement. And you're like, well, you're not going to, you need to just accept that that's like maybe someone's doing a squat for the first time or a leg press for the first time. And you're like, you're, you're not going to be good at it. You need to just accept that and you need to understand that nobody really cares but one of my little wins the other day was that i got in the pool and all these old folk were taking overtaking me and i'm now starting to overtake these people in my lanes i'm like yes but i shouldn't really be buzzing about overtaking old age pensioners in the pool but um so yeah like it's it's a big thing it's obviously being a novice this is the first three weeks certainly really stepping into the ring when swimming that's been the biggest takeaway but I totally was aware of that. I was expecting it because I coach so many people and I see it happen all the time. So I knew it was coming. Um, one of the other things I'm really expecting is a lot of loneliness. So when I say loneliness, I mean in like lonely hours out cycling, out running, uh, lonely sessions in the pool when you don't really want to be there and stuff. And I can imagine then when you're starting to combine this. And on the day, don't get me wrong, the Ironman event will be like loads of people, other people taking part. There'll be loads of people like cheering you on and stuff like that. And it'll be a different experience. But on the build up to it, it's going to be like a lot of miles. Like, especially going out on your bike. Like, going out on your bike is, I had a great cycle on Saturdays for two hours. But these block cycles are going to just get bigger and bigger. And I can imagine they're going to be up to like six hours at a time. And that's a, that's a lot of time just cutting about on your own. So, um, yeah, I can expect that as well. And it was one of the things why I thought of it was Ross Edgley spoke about it when he was swimming around the UK. And this is nothing on that. Like, this is literally like a smidge compared to that sort of scale of what he done. But what I'm saying is he said that like every day it was like getting in the sea and, and being like, oh man, this is a, an R12 hours of staying at the seabed. And I can totally get that with things. But again, you just have to kind of enjoy what you're doing and, and think about the, the end product. And I suppose like in sort of fat loss and, and improvement in the gym, there is no end time. In this case, the, the end date is the 15th of May, 2020, when I'm 2021, when I'm doing this, Ironman, but um, yeah, that would be quite good. So um, one of the points I wanted to come on to already was nutrition. Um, and it's something that a lot of people have been asking me about, um, like what are you eating and stuff. I usually eat a lot of food anyway. I'm six foot two. I do a lot of exercise. I go out a walk pretty much every day. At the weekends, I go out bigger walks and stuff. Um, so I, I do consume quite a lot of calories. I don't track day to day, but I've got a rough ballpark. So like during the week, I'll probably eat anywhere between three to 4,000 calories. And at the weekend, when I'm maybe having more food and stuff, if I have a few beers, I maybe eat like 5,000. I don't know, somewhere about there. But I do do a lot. You need to understand that. Like even day to day, um, that's like 
like you, I'm doing stuff like I take seven outdoor boot camps a week. I'll do like 20 sessions in the gym. I'm back and forward. I go out walks. I train probably like on average, even before the Ironman training, six days a week. It's sometimes twice in a day, one of those days and stuff like that. So I do a lot. So I think people were always amazed. Like, oh my God, you can eat that. And you're like, well, it's not really, it's just, it's just adequate for what I do. So to be honest, initially the first week, like, I'm not going to obviously see massive jumps in what I need require what and what I need day to day because the, the jumps aren't going to be that drastic. But already I'm starting to notice myself taper in. And even one of my clients, Alan, said that today is that like you can actually see yourself looking leaner. And one of the things that I noticed why I'm still lifting weights twice a week as well. That was one of the things I forgot to mention. A lot of people have been asking me that, like, are you still lifting weights? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still lifting weights. And I think a lot of people think it's like all or nothing with cardio and resistance training. You can do both. I put a video up about this recently. You totally can. Um, I'm lifting weights twice a week. I lift weights on a Monday every week. My rest day from training is either a Wednesday, Thursday, or a Friday, and it alternates between them. And then so does the day that I train weights on, depending on my week of programming, if that makes sense. So two weight sessions a week, and then closer to the time, I'll probably... And drop off um, a wee bit. I'll taper down to one session a week when I've, my volume's up pretty high with my cardio. But yeah, I'll still lift weights. I expect to be standing on that um, start line and ready to go for my swim. Still with a muscular physique, I don't expect to be someone that's like faded away. Like I've got that's my total plan is to be strong, but also be very fit doing it. Um, so yeah, nutrition. Um, I have noticed because last week, I think I'd done a total of seven hours of aerobic training last week. Um, and I'd done two resistance sessions, about 40 minutes each. So I'd done a lot of training last week. And I did notice myself eat a considerable amount and still stay lean. So I can really see how it does obviously impact that. Um, but yeah, um, and then to finish off, what am I worried about? So the things that I'm, I mean, I'm not dead worried, but I'm thinking about it is training volume. Um, cause obviously, as I said, it goes up a lot. I'm a busy person. Like I've got a podcast, I create content. I've got lots of clients. I've got a boot camp. Um, I've got other things in the pipeline. Like I've got things like I'm going to do present. I've got a lot of things that I'm not, and I'm only one person. So I think the, the thing that I'm worried about is I get to a point where I maybe say yes to too much and I've got a lot of training to cope with. And then I start when I start getting run down and my, my sleep gets impacted, my recovery is going to get impacted and my training performance isn't going to be good and I'm going to feel like shit. So it's more that. That's the biggest worry. It's like making sure that I get the balance right. And especially in my life as well. Like um, I don't want to be someone that's literally just training and working all the time. And although that's going to be the reality of it closer to the time, um, I still want to get the balance right with things. So I think that's something that I've, it's something not I'm worried, but I'm thinking about it. I'm aware of it, but I suppose because I'm aware of it, it I'll avoid it happening as well. Um, I'm, I'm worried about picking up an injury. Like I'm just being as safe as I can. And I had to even make the call. Like, we usually do a Friday workout at work, where we have been for the past sort of month in the bunker. And uh, Ali was saying to me all day, you doing it? And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not doing stupidly silly conditioning sessions because all I'll do is hurt myself. And I'm not saying, like, oh, we train to hurt ourselves. I'm just saying, like, the nature of high-intensity interval training in the gym, throwing about weights, is that you're more at risk of getting sore or picking up injuries. And the last thing I want is to be going out runs and cycles and swims hobbling. Do you know what I mean? I want to make sure that I'm going out strong. So, um, yeah, injury. And um, the last one, 
everything just going smoothly when I'm there. Like, obviously, temperature increase, different country, different nutrition. We're we're planning on arriving the day before. So the last thing I wanted, man, is to eat some dodgy food and get a dodgy stomach or something. Like, So I suppose that's really it. Um, But apart from that, everything's going smoothly. Everything's going to plan. So I am buzzing for it. It's, 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 it's exciting. It's an adventure. And um, it's definitely something that um, is of interest for a lot of people. Like, so that's why I decided to do the podcast on it. So um, next episode, I'm going to come back probably in about three weeks because, uh, man, I've, obviously what I've been talking about there, I've, I've picked up so much in three weeks. So in all three weeks, I can't imagine what it's going to be like. And hopefully that delivers some value to the people listening in as well, whether it's just out of interest or they have a similar training experience or they plan on doing this in the future. Whatever it is, I hopefully it's gave some value. Also, guys, um, just while I says drop it in there, if anyone is interested in signing up to my Fit and Forty Challenge, which is my boot camp uh, at K Park for January, I'm actually taking pre-bookings for that right now. So if you're interested, just drop me a message saying that you're interested and we'll have a wee chat and then we will get talking. Anyway, guys, if you have listened into the podcast and you have enjoyed it, what to do is just screenshot it and tag me in your stories because I want to get this out there more. Raise awareness of the Ironman. But um, yeah, it'll be good. Oh, also one more thing. I'm going to actually be hosting a charity two-hour boot camp in January. I've not set a date yet. Um, All my members are going to be taking part in it and um, it's open to anyone to come and take part in it. And it's a £10 donation. I've not actually picked the charity yet. Um, so I need to sort that out. I need to actually create a few different things, but I just kind of wanted to put the feelers out there and let people know. So anyone is more than welcome to come and join it. Um, so yeah. Um, anyway, I shall catch you in a bit. Goodbye.